Well, this is William Morris, and it is the 30th of March, 2020. And have you heard the news about Israel? Extraordinary. Benny Gantz <laughs> supporting Benjamin Netanyahu. What a turncoat. What a betrayal. What a disloyal act to the millions, actually, in Israel. I don't know how many supported Benny Gantz. Ah, it is astonishing. I mean, just a reminder, Benny Gantz is leader, or was leader, or is leader, I suppose, I don't know, of the Blue and White Party in Israel, the main opposition to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. They've done a deal. And there's rumored the deal is that Benny Gantz is going to serve as foreign minister in Benjamin Netanyahu's government and then take over as prime minister in September of next year, 2021. This is the deal, as we understand it. So what does he do initially? He's going to serve as foreign minister in Netanyahu's government. Then he becomes Prime Minister in 2021. Well, the second in command of the Blue and White Party, yeah, Lapid, didn't like this complete betrayal of everything Blue and White had stood for. Now, Blue and White, the opposition, are supporting Netanyahu. So it led to the collapse of the Blue and White, the main opposition party in Israel. Netanyahu is smiling. Netanyahu is laughing. I mean, Lapid um, quite reasonably said he preferred Israel to go a fourth election rather than see Blue and White partner Netanyahu in power. Uh, have you ever seen such betrayal? Ah, it is astonishing. I, I always think loyalty is the greatest thing in life. And, you know, normally you'd get somebody betraying the leader of a party, but to get the leader of a party betraying the party is something else. I mean, that is exceptional, isn't it? That's the most exceptional act of disloyalty in history. It's just amazing. So then he'll serve for 18 months as foreign minister and the uh, emergency unity government under the terms of the deal between Netanyahu and Benny Gantz. This is, I mean, this is the Benny Gantz that was tasked by Israel's president, uh, Reuven Rivlin, uh, on 16th of March in forming a government and being prime minister, and he was given 28 days to do so. No, he, no, he couldn't do that. He couldn't cope. And so instead... He made himself a turncoat. So is there anything that can be said in defense of our dear Benny Gantz, the man we used to believe in so much? Well, Israel's third direction's in a row. I mean, they've they'd, uh, brought little fundamental political change. It was, yeah, it was, there was no majority for Benjamin Netanyahu. And the, what was heartening was to see the Israeli Arab vote turnout increase significantly. The joint list got 15 seats in the Knesset, which was interesting. 
And it was interesting, too, to see the left-wing Jewish vote come out in favor of the joint list, deserting the Jewish left. I mean, of course, in in protest against the the, the demagoguery, I guess, of, of Israeli politics. And this is this is what people at the NCF were saying. Anyway, the Next Century Foundation, and um, including our, our new researcher uh, who was analyzing the situation, um, Ivan uh, Tarkanov, uh, who who was saying, you know. Um, I mean, it, it's this was encouraging. It was encouraging. It is encouraging in that sense. And uh, but despite this increased turnout in in, in the Arab Israelis are still like the Russian Israelis, punching below their weight in proportion to their demographics. I mean, they they have a long way to go to really man up and and do the right thing. I remember. I mean, this is a problem for the Arab Israelis. It's a problem for years. They they won't bite the bullet and get involved in democracy. They're better now, of course. But you you saw it a oh, hundred years ago, not literally a hundred years ago, but a long time ago. When I I remember Jawid Gussain, the uh, the head of the PLO fund, argued that the Jerusalem Israelis should. Arab Israelis should vote in the Jerusalem vote, and uh, that it would swing their swing their weight behind a moderate candidate, and they could have the candidate of their choice. Albeit, this Jewish Israeli candidate would win, but nonetheless, they could have a moderate who would suit their ends if they voted. And the um, the PLO council met to decide this in an upper room in Jerusalem, and. Jaweed, I mean, Jaweed's an old friend of my father's, an old friend of mine, to be honest. And some of you guys will know his daughter, Mona. Anyway, the point is that um, Jaweed argued strongly for this. And uh, it said, you have to vote, you have to vote. He lost, it was um, seven votes to six against Jaweed's position in that upper room. Uh, when the PLO Supreme Council met in Jerusalem. And if it had gone the other way, of course, then the Arab Israelis of Jerusalem would have voted and Jerusalem would have had a left-wing pro-Arab mayor to this day. Over time, who became mayor of Jerusalem? Benjamin Netanyahu, of course. Prior, that was his position. Prior to becoming prime minister, yeah, he had never held that post. That the Arab Israelis in Jerusalem voted, but they didn't. They let the side down. They let the Palestinians down. Let their own people down. And the the Arab Israelis of Israel as a whole are beginning to come out of the woodwork and beginning to vote. So that's a plus. And, of course, the background to all this was going on currently, one of the main focuses of the repeated elections has been Benjamin Netanyahu's indictments on the basis of a breach of trust, accepting bribes and fraud. And he, well, and he is ready. I mean, it would come down one side or another on this argument between the only BB can do it as Prime Minister, and anyone but Bibi.
uh, can do it. Uh, and this focuses around the, the struggle for prime ministerial immunity from prosecution. I mean, they, they just state the obvious, just like the United Kingdom, Israel doesn't have a constitution. It re relies on uncodified constitution. I mean, that was the thing from the beginning. Uh, Israel was established without a constitution, without a capital, without, this is back in 1948, Israel was established without a constitution, without a capital, and without any defined borders. A uh, remarkable way to start a country. And that has always been the argument for Palestine, that Palestine could do the same, that Palestine could declare a state without a constitution, without a capital, and without defined borders. And in a sense, it has done so. I mean, of course, it has its aspirations for defined borders, and it has its aspirations for capital in, in Jerusalem, but in, in reality. Anyway, back to Israel. So Israel still has an has no written constitution like Britain. So there are the patchwork of basic laws and rights. And one of the most glaring issues is that unlike a government minister, an indicted prime minister can remain in office until the verdict becomes final. So in theory, I mean, Benny Gantz could have sidelined Netanyahu um, by pushing a law through the Neset that would prevent an indicted Neset member from forming a government. Well, he's given that up, hasn't he? Oh, he's given up that beauty of an opportunity. Well, he has, he has, he has. Just remarkable. So Netanyahu will remain a strong, divisive, presence in Israel's politics. Just extraordinary. And, the and there's another issue here. The situation is further complicated, of course, by COVID-19. Um, I mean, the co rise in COVID-19 infections and the preventative measures being taken allowed Benjamin Netanyahu to cast himself as a strong leader that the country needs in time of struggle. And so the pandemic, the global plague, couldn't have come at a more opportune time for Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. So <laughs> you could argue <laughs> that coronavirus has given us another term of Benjamin Netanyahu as Prime Minister. Well, he could, should, it's true, the head has. What am I talking about, could? I mean, without coronavirus, we might have seen the back of him. <laughs> Netanyahu's, Netanyahu, maybe we call him Netanyahu. That's a malapropism. I mean, his chances are just, he just, just, just extraordinary. Anyway, Netanyahu uh, or Netanyahu, whatever we're going to call the guy, his trial has had been postponed until May, buying him time. And now he can postpone it forever, can't he? Or even if he's convicted, it's meaningless. He's he's really brought in some harsh law. He has a government plan to use big data and digital surveillance to control the spread of COVID-19, which raised concerns about invasion of privacy by Netanyahu. But the High Court uh, demanded that any such operation would take place under Nesset oversight. Netanyahu's coronavirus coup, the 
Haaretz was describing the crisis as the the ploy, ploy was the plan was for the left to replace Yuli uh, Edelstein, the current speaker of the of Knesset, and uh, weaken Netanyahu's hold on power. But the uh, speaker managed to shut down the Knesset for a little time um, because of health concern measures. Extraordinary, really. Yeah, and then a deal was done whereby temporarily um, who's going to step in as speaker to make sure that the left can't replace the uh, the current speaker with a left winger yeah you've got it Benny Gantz Benny Benny pretty Benny is going to step up the mark temporarily he will be speaker of Israeli Knesset, or that's what's rumoured anyway, maybe somebody else, maybe the deal will change and shift, and the sands shift in Israel, day by day, don't they? But the whole thing is extraordinary. I mean, one of the greatest betrayals in modern history, one of the greatest acts of disloyalty in modern politics, and he'll get away with it. Israelis will forget. People do forget, you know. He'll serve as foreign minister for a year. Will he ever become prime minister, Benny Gantz? Is Netanyahu going to step aside? Is Netanyahu going to honor the deal in September 2021? Or are we going to have another election? Oh, what? I can't imagine Netanyahu honoring this deal he's made with Mr. Benny Gantz. I mean, he's cleverer than that. He'll stab Benny in the back. Benny, Benny. Benny will lose his moment. Benny and the Jets. Remember that song? What was that about? Benny and the Jets. He's backing away from the people that put him into power, and he's backing the boy he once stood against. Benny's back. <laughs> Benny and the Jets. He's backing Benny and the Jets. He's backing Benjamin Netanyahu. Benny. Benny. Benny and the Jets. Gosh. Netanyahu lives to fight another day. Who'd have thought it, eh? Well, who'd have thought it? It was inevitable, wasn't it? Exciting times we live in, extraordinary times, and the victor. Well, the spoils, there was no, there were no Ides of March for Benjamin Netanyahu. Nobody stabbed him. He walks on as king of Israel.